The longest field goal ever attempted is 76 yards. The longest field goal ever missed? Also 76 yards. Why bring this up? Because knowing your limits matters, both when you're kicking a field goal and when you gamble. Betting more than you're comfortable with is like trying a 70-yard field goal. It probably won't go well. So set a limit when you gamble and stick to it. Want more helpful tips like this? Go to KeepItFunOhio.com for games, quizzes, and lots of ways to keep your gambling from getting out of hand. Oh my god, I should have known. I should have been there for you. I could have helped. I am so sorry. Does this sound like something you've said? Yep, me too. Let's talk about coping with feelings of guilt. What's up, y'all? My name's Jacqueline, and I am a full-time mental health therapist and founder of Team Therapeutic Fitness. I swear like a sailor, rarely use my filter, and am committed to sharing with you all of the stuff they probably should have taught us in school. Let's jump in to today's episode. Welcome to part two of coping with feelings of guilt and shame. I am so sorry if you feel betrayed by me for part one and having to dig deep into your shit. I am not here to make you happy though. I am here to challenge you and help you live your best life. So I hope you really dug into where those feelings are coming from, if they're legit, If maybe you're a psychopath and you don't know what guilt is, I don't know why you're listening to this episode then. So let's really dig into how you can manage and cope with these super strong, uncomfortable emotions. First of all, I need you to know that as shitty as these emotions feel, they are not all bad. First of all, they keep us from being considered psychopaths, so chalk it up as a win there. But They also keep us very grounded and emotionally connected to other people because we have to learn how to forgive ourselves and forgive others when these feelings come up. So, for example, I did a lot of partying in college and made a lot of dumb decisions that I would often feel a lot of guilt and regret over and it helped me learn how to apologize. It helped me learn how to take accountability wake up the next day and go, oh, fuck, that happened. Oh, yeah, oh, yeah, and there's photo evidence. Awesome. So they're not all bad. They, these, do, these emotions do really keep us on track and keep us accountable to our behaviors and our choices. But what I need you to consider is in order to manage these emotions, you have to be able to differentiate what you can and cannot control. So a lot of times we experience guilt in situations where there was a tragic accident and we feel bad and feel like I should have been there. If I would have only driven a different way home, if I would have only left for work a few minutes later, that never would have happened. I never would have been there. That situation would have been totally avoided. And we can go on these rampages of what if what if I had done one thing differently and that's when we have to realize that that was out of our control so you make a stupid decision out of the heat of the moment anger and call your partner a fuck face that is something that you can control and that is something that you can take accountability for and apologize for 
but freak kind of accidents or you know your friend comes to you after you haven't talked to her in a couple weeks and she's like yeah I'm sorry like this has been going on and like I haven't reached out or whatever and you're like oh my god I should have known I should have been there for you like how the fuck you gonna know that if she's not telling you you know and then you feel all guilty because you haven't been there for your friend but that's not legit like so you really need to be thinking about when these emotions come up is this actually something that I have control over the next thing to do is really forgive yourself I know, I know, I'm cringing too, right along with you as I say it. It's so fucking hard to do, so hard to do, but it's vital in managing guilt because guilt is one of those emotions that will eat away at you and it will build and build and build. So in order to forgive yourself, you really need to acknowledge what it was that happened, identify that, whether or not you could control it. And then making sure that you're not exaggerating or minimizing the situation. So we tend to have these uncomfortable emotions and we blow them way out of proportion or we way minimize them and act like it was no big deal. So you'll hear like people saying things like, oh my God, I'm the worst person ever. Like, are you really the worst person ever? Like ever? Shit, man. Like, whatever you did, that must have been pretty fucked. I can guarantee you're not the worst person ever. And then there's people who are like, oh, it wasn't that bad. I mean, I, you know, I could have done this, but I only did this. And then they're like rationalizing it and like, you know, trying to make it okay. So you don't want to be on either ends of those, that spectrum. You kind of want to find yourself in the reality of the situation right in the middle. And as you're forgiving yourself, this is a great time to apologize and make amends. If you're forgiving yourself, you may as well apologize to whoever you hurt in the process as well and work to do things better next time. So for me, I often find myself apologizing for fits of irritability and lashing out at Derek and saying things I don't mean. And I used to be able to be like, you know, that's my anxiety. I can't help it. I have no control over that. What do you expect me to do? And try to like totally minimize it so that because apologizing used to make me feel worse. And then I found a way to make it a super empowering experience and bring our relationship even closer by saying, look, I feel really fucking bad. And I, I wish I had handled that situation differently. I want you to know I'm, I'm working on it and I don't like when I act that way. And I hope you can forgive me. And Derek's usually like, what, what are you talking about? And I'm like, bro, I just lost my shit on you a little bit ago. And he's like, I don't, like, it's fine, whatever, you know, like, we communicate so differently, like, I try to be so soft and gentle all the time that when I freaking lose my shit, it feels so uncomfortable, and he's just like, it's cool, <laughs> you know, so, it, you might have this big apology built up, and they might be like, why are you apologizing, but know that your apology is as much for you as it is for the other person. Once you have done all of these things, You need to be able to let that shit go. Look at it like this. If you got a parking ticket, you would be like, all right, 
pay my fine. I understand. I shouldn't have parked there. Pay my fine. Move on with my life, right? You might be a little bitter about it for a couple days, but then you're over it. Imagine you got a parking ticket and they're like, all right, six months jail time. See you on Monday. You'd be like, what the fuck? Like, that is so out of proportion to what I did. Like, six months jail time. Like, what the fuck is that? But that's what you're doing to yourself when you have this minor offense and you say something hurtful or do something you wish you wouldn't have done and then you're feeling guilty and then you punish yourself for weeks and months and years stewing about it and being like, God, I'm, I'm such a shit person. Oh, I remember that senior year called that girl a bitch. God, I just, I bet, I bet she still thinks I'm the worst and I'm grown now and I, she, oh my God, she's probably, she probably feels terrible about that still and no, she doesn't. Okay. <laughs> like No, she doesn't. First of all, like that is so out of proportion. So keep yourself in check about, are you giving yourself life in prison for a parking ticket? Like, think about that. I will leave you with this today. If your best friend in the whole freaking world said something hurtful to you, how long would you want her to feel bad about it? How long would you want her to feel guilty about it? And have that overwhelming shame? Probably not very long, right? Because she's your best friend and you don't want to see her suffer. So I want you to start thinking about yourself as your own fucking best friend. You are the only being that you spend your entire life with. Your entire life. You gotta evaluate how you can be more compassionate with yourself and enjoy this time together because you're never getting away from yourself. But you have to actively fight for it. There are two things that help me be more compassionate and love on myself, and that is journaling and owning my shit. So I will write that shit down and I will reflect on it, but then I let it go after. But sometimes I just need to get it out on paper, and then other times I need to own it. I need to talk to a girlfriend and be like, holy fuck, I just lost my shit on Derek and I feel awful. Like, honestly, I don't even know why he wants to be with me and I will just like let her have it, you know? But that can be embarrassing and awkward to do. So you have to figure out if that's going to be helpful for you. But for me, owning it, help having someone else be like, dude, it happens to all of us. And moving on has been super beneficial for me. All right, girlfriend, it is time to go out there and be your own best friend. Show yourself a little bit of the love that you so willingly give to everyone else. You deserve it. Thank you so much for tuning in to today's episode. I had a blast with this one and I would am loving the feedback you guys are giving to me. I am loving being tagged in your Instagram stories at the anxious therapist. You guys are freaking rock stars. Thank you so much for being on this journey with me. I so value your time and want to bring you more of the things that are beneficial to you in your life. So Leave me a rating, 
Keep tagging me. Let me know what you want to hear, and I will catch you in the next episode.